one. Ladies and gentlemen, I know what you're thinking. I should be at NFL camp right now. Well, I'm holding out this year. I'm gonna I want the Jets to pay me double the money because I always talk about them on my podcast. And so far I'm making zero dollars, so I need them to double that to Oh, that would also be a zero. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, we got a lot of baseball stuff to talk about, a lot of games from this weekend, including some folks shaving their mustaches. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Um, And then uh, we're going to talk football because training camp has arrived. We can finally talk about football again, and it's not some boring, stupid off-season stuff. And then... uh, Yeah, that's about it for that. So stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome to Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. If you're new to the program, first off, hey, welcome, guys. We love it. We love new people. Welcome, welcome. Uh, uh, The point of the show is we want to give you some sports news and information from the previous week while giving you some insight as to what's going to happen in the next week. If you like what you hear, find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and the YouTube. Just type in your search bar, Sports, 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 with Nick Drago. And uh, you can also email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. So, what did I do this weekend? We had a friend come visit from out of town. I did work on Saturdays. Boring! Uh, And today, I uh, got the ball rolling on my new podcast. What? What is this? Yes, myself. It's a joint venture, sorry, with myself and my buddy, Jamie Grum. Uh, we are starting our own podcast. It's called Big Spoon, Little Spoon. It'll be coming very soon. <laughs> Not spoon. <laughs> Get it? Uh, basically, it's just a nice, uh, long discussion show. We take a random topic, pull it from a hat before each episode. We have no idea what it's going to be, and we just start talking about it and go from there. So it's a lot of fun. Um, so uh, expect to see some... Some podcasts, new podcasts with myself and Jamie. And uh, personally, I'm very excited for this. So, um, all right, let's get into the sports. We're going to start with baseball because baseball is the only sport actually happening right now. So let's start there. Starting off with the Phillies and the Braves. Um, Good matchup here. Obviously, the Braves are starting to run away with their division. But the Phillies, they had a good week. Three straight wins, uh, two against the Tigers, against the Pirates. Uh, and they did manage to get something over the Braves, although that was thanks to a grand slam by Real Mudo. But really, uh, Atlanta crushed them the day before, 15-7. to And the Rays, they managed to get two wins over the Blue Jays. Uh, they won 3-1 to on Friday, uh, lost in 12 innings, 10-9 to on Saturday, but then won today, 10-9. to <laughs> um, So the Rays are, are still paddling along up there. They did... Uh, they did lose two to the Red Sox earlier in the week, but they got a trade, Eric Sogard, from the uh, Blue Jays. Really, the guy just has to walk from one bench to the other if, if this trade truly went through. 
And the Mets, they got uh, three wins. Actually, they swept they swept the Pirates four straight victories. Yeah, the Mets are um they're actually not doing too bad. They're trying to get back to 500. Uh, they are still pushing for Noah Syndergaard to not play for their team anymore, and is and don't seem to want to give him to the Yankees. Uh, however, it looks like Marcus Stroman is about to be traded over to the Mets. So a team that we thought were going to be sellers at the deadline, they trade away one of their star pitchers to get a different star pitcher. Interesting move. They were also apparently, uh, the Padres are a top team uh, in, con- in contention for Syndergaard, and apparently they're really pushing for some bullpen help. Uh, so I don't know, we'll see what happens there, whether Syndergaard is still a Met uh, tomorrow or, or by the end of the week. And are you ready for the Reds? They won two straight series, and not against pushover teams, too. The Brewers and the Rockies, they beat them both. Uh, Two games over the Rockies this weekend in a three-game series. Uh, 3-1 on Saturday and 3-2 today. Reds really trying to push uh, to not be in last place. And the Marlins, they also won a... Big series this weekend, beating the Diamondbacks in two games, 3-2 on Friday and 5-1 today. They did end up trading Sergio Romo. Uh, Sergio Romo, he'll be going over to the Twins. And, uh, yeah, way to go, Marlins. Beating a 500 team. You go, guys. And the Nationals, their big team right now that's making some splashes and big waves. Uh, they nearly were swept, though, by the Dodgers this weekend. Uh, they lost the first two games, but uh, uh, I almost said Syndergaard. Um, Strasburg shut them down. Nationals won it 11-4. And the Twinsies, uh, they beat the White Sox in three out of four games, including an 11-1 thrashing today. The Twins are a hard hitting team right now. They're a fun team to watch. Um, whether or not they're going to continue being the first place team in that division uh, conference. Uh, no, it's division. I don't know what's wrong with me. Then, uh, yeah, that's still to be seen. And the Cubbies, they managed to get a win over the Brewers today, but lost two to them this weekend, including a 10-inning romping of 5-3. That was on Saturday. Uh, today's win was thanks to Kyle Schwarber, who had a um, he had one of those grand slam things that really helped push them ahead. And the Indians are that team that's pushing against the Twins for top place, first place in the AL Central. Uh, they won two against the Royals, but uh, oh, Kansas City got the best of Trevor Bauer today, and he was pissed. Oh man, there's some shots of him throwing a literal temper tantrum. Uh, on the field, and there's talks that he could be traded, although with the Indians pushing forward, well, they might want to hold on to the guy, uh, but uh, the rumor mill seems to have stopped there. I don't, I'm not really quite sure why. I mean, I am quite sure why. If you're winning, you're going to want to hold on to the guy. Uh, anyway, uh, Astros, the Astros and the Cardinals, um, Astros won two games against the Cards this weekend. Um, they, they're Astros are obviously playing their game the way that they play their game. They're winning games. They're winning a lot. And uh, I want it to stop, but, you know, 
people of Houston don't, so, yeah. And the Orioles have been getting the best of the Angels this weekend. They've won three straight already, um, including a 16-inning game. That was on Thursday. They won 10-8. to uh, Right now, it looks like the two are tied 4-4. Angels trying to avoid the sweep, but it's the eighth inning, and anything can happen. Whoops. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Where are we? We lost our spot. Nope. Nope. It's good. Sorry for those of you watching our uh, video channel on YouTube. The, the Oakland A's and the uh, the Texas Rangers. A's lost three straight games, although they had a couple home runs on Saturday. to helped put them on top four, five to four of the Rangers. Um, and today, it looks like they're winning. It's the top of the eighth. They're ahead four to two. So they could end up evening the series, even though they lost the first two games. And the Giants and Padres. Giants won uh, game one, uh, bottom of the eighth for this game currently occurring. But it looks like the Giants are ahead five to four. Uh, it could really go either way. You never know. You know, maybe Machado will hit some nasty home run or something. He doesn't really seem to be doing a lot this year. Um, he's kind of vanished from the spotlight, I feel like, being in, in San Diego. And so we just... I don't ever hear about the guy anymore. I'm sure he's doing fine. I'm sure he's doing just fine. Mariners and Tigers, another close one right now. Bottom of the ninth, 2-2. Two to two. Ooh, baby, we could see a walk-off. Uh, Mariners did win 8-1. and uh, uh, Sorry, Mariners, Mariners won the first three of this series. 10-2 Thursday, 3-2 Saturday, Friday. 8 to 1 sun saturday. Oh my goodness. What day of the week it is? Monday? Who knows? Sorry, I'm losing it here. Uh so yeah, that was that. And of course, the series that I really didn't want to talk about, the Red Sox uh they went ham this week and they won 19 to 3 over the Yankees on Thursday, 10 to 5 on Friday, and they won 9 to 5 Saturday game Four is coming tonight. They've already won this series. Uh, hopefully the Yankees pull something together or they're in real danger of losing their uh, losing their spot in the standings, which why don't we just get right into them? So as you can see, looking at the Central first, the Twins are on top. They're only ahead by two games, though. They're 5-5 five five in their last 10. Indians have had a chance to really... Uh, Push themselves up there. They're also, though, the third... I'm sorry, they're the number one wildcard team. They're ahead by three and a half games for that wildcard slot. So the Indians are looking like they're in a good position right now. And then you have the White Sox, Royals, Tigers, who are all basically out of it. Moving into the East, uh, Red Sox and Rays are both eight games behind the Yankees. Um, both of them are also tied for the second wildcard slot. So... That could go either way as well. Blue Jays are behind them. The Orioles, Yankees are on top by those eight games, although they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. And, uh, you know, they'd have to lose a little bit more, and the Red Sox would have to win a little bit more, but it's that gap is starting to close, and they better unclose it. Uh, and then looking at the West here, uh, as we look at some of the Western teams, Astros are on top of this division by eight and a half games. The Athletics, though, they are also tied for a wild card slot. Angels Angels are five games back for the wild card. Rangers are five and a half back for the wild card. Both teams were really pushing for it a few weeks ago, and now they're 
starting to make their way down. Rangers, in particular, 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Um, that's going to hurt. That's really going to hurt. So you have four, four teams really vying for the wild card now. That gap is extending, right? You had the Angels. You had the Reds, the Red Sox, the Rays, and you have the uh, Indians. So if the playoffs ended right now at this exact moment, right, the Astros would be your number one team. You'd have the Red Sox and Rays. They would play a play-in game. The winner of that then plays the Indians. And the winner of that game gets to play the Astros. Yankees would face off against the Twins, which I'd be totally cool with if that happened right now um, in that first series. And then it'd most likely be Yankees-Astros um, if we're going to make a prediction here. It'd probably be Yankees-Astros winner would go to the World Series. Uh, but let's look at uh, let's look at the League Day Nationale, uh, the National League. In the NL Central, you have the Cubbers on top, but they are tied with the Cardinals. Cardinals have had a huge couple weeks, three and seven in the last ten. Brewers are also vying for a spot. They're one game behind. One game. All three of these teams have 56 wins. This is a logjam if I've ever seen one. The Pirates have fallen into total disarray, and they're 1-9 and nine in their last 10, losing 8 straight. And then you have the Reds, who are not in 5th place. And Reds fans everywhere, they're probably pretty proud of that. Um, but they're 7 games back for both the wild card and the uh, and first place. So the Reds have a lot of ground to catch up on, but not a ton. Uh, so right now, again, Cubs, Cardinals, Tide. Brewers right behind them. Uh, moving into the East, you have the Braves are on top. They're five and a half ahead of the Nationals. The Phillies, Nationals, by the way, have one of those wild card slots. So um, it would be them. Right now it's them and the uh, and the Cardinals. Um, Phillies are not far behind either. They're one game back for the wild card, six and a half back for the division. Then you have the Mets and the Marlins, who are basically out of it. A lot can happen. Maybe, you know, the Stroman deal is going to be going down. So, you know, maybe some good things for the Mets. I don't know. But um, it's more likely that it'll be the Nationals here. And then moving into the West is Dodgers, of course. They're 15 games ahead of the Giants. Giants are three back from the wild card. Diamondbacks are three and a half back from the wild card. So you remember last week, there's a huge logjam in the National League. And this week, we're starting to see a, a few of those teams dropping down. Padres and the Rockies, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago, they had a really good shot at a wild card, and now it's it's starting to get harder for them. Um, same thing for the Reds and the Brewers. You know, you're still going to have a – and the Pirates, too. The Pirates were also vying. But, you know, you're still going to have at least one good team, one playoff team that's not going to make the playoffs. And when I say playoff team, I mean potential, you know, com competitive team is just not going to make the playoffs. Um, so, if the National League, let's say this, the let's say it all ends right now, Cubbies, uh, Cubs with 56, it would be the Dodgers, obviously, would be your number one team. Uh, you would have the Cardinals and Nationals. Cardinals and Nationals would play in a one-game playoff. The winner of that plays the Dodgers, which we all know how that's going to go. Meanwhile, the Cubs and the Braves are going to face off, and I think... Think I think I would go with the Braves in this one. Um, Cubs, 
the Cubs are one or two losses back from from not even making the playoffs. So I I'm definitely gonna go with the Braves. Braves and Dodgers. The Dodgers are you know they've been to the World Series the last two years. They haven't won it, but uh, they're still looking really dominant right now. So that's a that's a thing we're talking about. And the last thing I really have to talk about with the baseball is what's the deal with the the shaven mustache halfway through the game? Yasiel Puig, uh, Jansen, uh, here's Glaber Torres uh, doing it. This is like the I don't know if it's a new troll or a trend or if it's just a superstition akin to you know Jason Jambi wearing a golden thong anytime he couldn't get a hit. Uh, it's weird. But uh, apparently this is a new thing, so uh, I kind of like it. Like, I want to see somebody somebody like, uh, who's got a giant beard? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I can't think of anybody right now. Well, I want to see somebody with, like, a really crazy beard or something just go in the back, come out totally clean-shaven. Like, absolutely no facial hair at all. I think that would be awesome. Like, a Bryce Harper... Or, um, oh my god, why am I, I'm blanking on giant beards. It's going to come to me. It really will. But I think that would just be really cool and fun. All right, and with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we return, we got to talk all about training camp stuff. Uh, a couple players injured, a couple players holding out. You know, the usual fun. Stick with us, friends. Sports, sports, sports. We'll be back in a second. A couple seconds. Like 30 seconds. Playing through the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. Hey everybody, it is Jamie Grum here. I am just uh, trying to introduce you to a new podcast that I will be in with my friend Nick Drago. Uh, it is called Big Spoon, Little Spoon, and what we're going to do is just pick a random topic out of a hat, talk about it, see if we can learn anything, and uh, just have a little fun. So if you want to contact us, see us, we are going to be on Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at WeHateForks at gmail.com, and you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Look forward to seeing you. Welcome back, friends. Everyone in the football world was excited this week when football returned. The teams have uh, officially gone back to training camp, and that's just some exciting stuff all around. Uh, a lot of big stories, the biggest being, the, of course, the holdouts. We have five holdout players, right? You have Trent Williams. Trent Williams from Washington is demanding he be traded. This has nothing to do with finances. Uh, He had a recent growth removed. He was really unhappy with how Washington's medical staff handled it. And um, he's really upset and and just wants to be traded already. So he's not shown up to camp for that reason. Um, So he'll probably end up getting traded. Uh, Yannick Nagakoe. 
Um, the guy had 29, 29 sacks, I think, last season, um, which... Let me see here. Where's my notes? 25 and a half sacks uh, on average. No. 25 and a half sacks in three seasons. Um, and is a huge, he's a huge part of the Jaguars defense. He really is. Um, I think they'll give him, they're going to give him some money. I don't know if it'll be as much as he's looking for, but uh, I guess he's holding out, so he's probably going to get what he wants. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's the other one who. Uh, is looking for a little extra. He's had a few injuries last year. He had the MCL. Um, and the Chargers have some decent backups. So, uh, you know, I th- they're going to give him... Obviously, they're going to give him the money because uh, they're, they're, it's important they get him on the field. If they want the same success from last year, the Super Bowl dreams, all of that, they're going to need Melvin Gordon out there. But... Um, I don't know. I think they're. I, the last I saw, they were about two or three million dollars off. So they're still negotiating. They got to come up a little. He's got to come down a little, and uh, they'll go from there. The two big names, Michael Thomas. This guy's gonna get whatever he wants. He has been such a huge factor for New Orleans that they should just roll out the red carpet for him already. Um, you know, is he gonna get the highest running back contract ever? Probably not. Uh, if anybody has a chance of that, it's Ezekiel Elliott, who's our number one holdout. But Michael Thomas, he's definitely going to get a signing. Um, so Zeke is our number one, right? Very similar situation to Todd Gurley was uh, last season. Um, listen, Zeke's he's one of the best in the game. I consider him among the elite running backs. Him, uh, Gurley, we'll see about the knee thing. Um you know, Barkley, if Barkley takes another big big jump this year for the Giants, you could be looking at another major running back there. Um, he's another one where, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, you pay the man. Just pay him. Don't, don't do this Le'Veon Bell thing. Don't, you know, just sit on the sidelines and wait to be traded. Just pay the guy what he's owed. Because then, you know what, and this is for Zeke too. Listen, if they're not going to come after you, just sign. Just sign something. I mean, for real. Look at look at the Le'Veon Bell. You're gonna end up on a crappy team, totally out of shape. I'm just kidding. I can't wait to see Le'Veon play for the Jets. I cannot wait. Speaking of out of shape, shape. <laughs> Robert uh, Nikem uh for the Arizona Cardinals showed up. He's the defensive end for the Cardinals. He showed up hilariously out of shape for training camp. And uh, Cliff Kinsbury, he is not going to stand for something like that. Sent him home. Um, so, yeah, sorry, bro. You got cut and you're done. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek Hill apparently uh, punched his three-year-old. It's not what you think. They were just play boxing. But apparently, uh, I guess the story was going to break at some point. There, I, I, there. He must have been boxing a little bit too hard, and uh, this became a whole domestic issue. So I think he was just getting his clearing his name before the you know what hit the fan. Uh, oh yeah, <sighs> Bengals fans. AJ Green carted off the field with a ankle injury at training camp. I don't think we've heard anything on this since then. Oh yeah, here we go. Six to eight weeks torn ligaments uh, in the ankle. So it it sounds to me like he has a little bit more than your typical grade one strain. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a physical therapist. I see this stuff all the time. 
So I'm going to put on my doctor hat here. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Um, so what we're looking at, six to eight weeks is, is the amount of time it takes for typical tissue healing. So if it is a sprain, my guess is that it's not a simple, it's not a simple one. It's not something that requires surgery. Um, but we would call this like a grade two. It could be a grade one too. And they're just saying, you know what? Just shut it down. Um, I would imagine it's a little bit more intense than a grade one though. Cause if it was a three, they'd probably just want to do surgery, but six to eight weeks, that's how much time it typically takes for soft tissue to heal. Soft tissue being ligaments, tendons, muscles, things like that. Um, so it's no surprise to me that he'll be out for six to eight weeks. He'll be working on a lot on his stability. Um, not only just allowing for the tendon, for the, for the ligaments to heal, but also strengthening the musculature around the ankle to help build up a su support system. Uh, so best of luck, AJ. We'll uh, we'll be rooting for you. Robert Griffin the third, RG three. Uh, he'll be out four to eight weeks with a thumb injury. I actually I feel bad about this. Um, I don't like the Ravens starting quarterback. I don't like Lamar Jackson. I think teams are going to figure out his shtick this year, um, and he's not going to look good. I've seen I've seen it happen too many times. Uh, RG three. Looked like he could be going for a big comeback last year. I thought he was going to get his actual chance. And then Lamar Jackson took the uh, took the Ravens, if you want to say, by storm, I guess. He, you know, helped them march into the playoffs and everything. But um, they're in a tough division anyway. You know, the Steelers obviously are, are usually contentious. And you have the, the uh, Browns this year who look like, I don't want to say it, but they could be a playoff team this year. They're not a hilarious embarrassment, so that's a thing. So no RG3, uh, at least to back up Lamar Jackson. Kind of stinks, but you know what it is? It is what it is. You know, that's just, that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right, that was weird. Okay, friends, we're going to take a commercial break, but when we return, we're going to wrap this baby up, talk about our Athlete of the Week, so stick with us, because sports, 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 we will be right back. On the puck, Hurricanes keep it alive. Williams, touch the net, score! The Carolina Hurricanes win game seven. Knocks that puck out of midair, and Brock McGinn with the redirect out of midair. Has this ever happened to you? You're out late, maybe you're having a little bit of fun, maybe there's a cute girl over there, and you look down and you realize, I forgot to wear my pants today. It happens to me all the time, I swear. Well, do I have the product for you? It's Pants App. It's an app that you press a button and somebody comes by with pants, just delivers them right to you. He'll even help you put them on for a little additional fee. And his tip is really just zipping up the pants yourself. So you don't even have to tip the guy. Uh, okay, that's a really bad idea. But you know what would be a better one? Your own idea. If you have something you want to advertise on our show, please email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for uh, some folks who want to promote their business. So again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, we had a lot of laughs and a lot of fun today, didn't we? Oh, wait, I still gotta do my athlete of the week. Never mind. All right, uh, this week's athlete is, oh man, David Ortiz. I, listen, I despise the Red Sox, but you, you know, the guy was just released this week from Mass General, um, recovering from a uh, near-fatal shooting in the Dominican Republic, uh, which was about six weeks ago, I think, at this point. Uh, so we're, we are happy for Ortiz, even if we don't like the team he once represented. Uh, we're happy for him and the fact that he was finally released from the hospital, and I hope he's doing well. So for that, he is this week's Athlete of the Week. Still hate the Red Sox, though. Just saying. And so, special thanks as usual to Johanna Drago. She is the set designer, logo designer, and content editor for this podcast. The music you heard is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Oh, sorry, I have the hiccups. Special thanks as usual to our lovely and talented Facebook warriors we got a couple of them so really happy for you guys um i have a of course uh, my um sorry mary Kay albert uh joe calabro and jorge pajares i keep dropping him on here so his uh his show off the bench you can find it on youtube it's on the latino nerd youtube channel and so uh, i've just been kind of helping him cross promote here so um uh, yeah, we're happy for him. And then another another friend of mine is starting a podcast too. It's called I can't wait for this. Lightning Shark Bloodbath. <laughs> Literally took three dangerous words of the English language and they just kind of put it all together. So uh yeah, that'll be coming out soon. I think they're doing their first filming session tomorrow. So good luck guys. You know, I'm uh I'm happy to to spread the podcast cheer. And then my own new podcast, uh, Big Spoon, Little Spoon with Jamie Grum. Stay tuned. Uh, that will be premiering very soon. You can find us now on Facebook and Twitter at Big Spoon, Little... Uh, you can find us on Facebook. It's Big Spoon, Little Spoon. We will be on Twitter. And we are on YouTube. But there's no videos. There's no content just yet. We're still getting everything together before we get it all off the ground. So if you want to like the page now and, and be ready for... Um, for when we do start posting stuff, that is just fine by me. It's just going to be a total blank slate at the moment. But it's called Big Spoon, Little Spoon. I'm really excited for it, and uh, I hope you guys are too. With that, if you enjoyed this show, you can find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, and the YouTube. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. Or you can email me directly at uh, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, like, comment, share, Twitter at me, and don't forget all that other fun stuff that I like it when you do. Uh, I am still holding out from training camp, so I'm not going anywhere. You're just going to go. You're just going to leave me alone so I can stew here and wait for the Jets to double my pay from zero to... Dang it, I did it again. From zero to zero. I don't care. Something. A free ticket? Ooh. Yeah, that's my new favorite... um, my new favorite Reddit subreddit is called Choosing Beggars, and it's literally just pages of people asking for free stuff on the Facebook marketplace. It's hilariously hilarious. Um, so with that, thanks everybody for joining me. I had a great time. I hope you had a great time. Go home, get some snacks, relax, caca, and I'll see you next week.